Welcome back to After the Midnight, everybody. This week, we're discussing tracks 9 and 10 from Endless Summer, Nighthawks, and Lonely City. So as you guys are probably wondering, why did we say two songs there? As you're about to hear in the clip that we're going to play, these were originally intended to be the same song. They flow right into each other. You'll hear that in the listen through when they play them live. They do them both together. They really are one song or meant to be listened to as, as one song. So much so that it's really hard to hear when they go from one song to the other. Yep. Yep. That transition is seamless. And to get a better understanding of how the tracks came to be, here's Tyler and Tim. What was the inspiration for Lonely City? Ooh. Um, oh, okay. I can... Uh, so lyrically, I'll let Tim do, uh, do the music, but um, I... So when I first moved to New York, uh, two and a half, three years ago, we moved into a new building, and it was a new glass tower, and um, the gym was on the 37th floor. And, uh, and I would uh, run on the treadmill and look out over all the buildings and you could see all of the, uh, all of the lights uh, and, uh, and people in it. And I just kind of Im- imagined while I was running on the treadmill like a, a love story slash stalker story of these two people that kind Wait, of check in on each other. You're thinking of Nighthawks. Oh, that's Nighthawks. Yeah. But it sort of was written to the each lonely, other. Oh, The Lonely City doesn't that have was, lyrics. No, that was, that was... Oh, The Lonely City... Lonely City was a, supposed to be... The chorus is the night horse, right. which is why it's the same key and the same tempo. That's right. But it felt better to. We had a, a whole like in a lonely city, watching each other, some kind of melody, and it just right. became a little wordy, and it didn't. It felt cooler to do it as a sample, like a vocal sample, pitched up thing, and make it a separate song. So it sort of flows into. It's like an extension of uh, a progression of night horse, but night horse is what you're talking. So it's interesting in that clip, he gives a little bit of the background of the inspiration for the song, but then again in a live stream they did on Twitch um, earlier this year, um, there was a Q&A with Tyler and he spoke a bit more on this and he shared a little bit more details and we'll play that clip now. When, when my wife and I moved to New York, we were terrified to live anywhere. Um, we moved to downtown Brooklyn and in downtown Brooklyn, they're building all of these weird high-rise apartments and we lived on the 25th floor had a great view of fort green um but from the roof um there was a there was a gym and from the treadmill there was often this large naked guy who would sit on his couch at the building across from us and he would like eat things and like watch you exercise and I thought that this was kind of hilarious. Um, I would probably feel different about it if I were a lady, but um, I just tried to imagine this guy's interior life. And, um, and uh, yeah. So I thought it was interesting. He elaborated a little bit more about this man that's naked. He's kind of creeping on him, and the guy's creeping back at him, which is really creepy. But the thing that I instantly think of, you know, I watch Friends. I don't know if you watch Friends enough to know about, quote, ugly naked guy. It's this guy that they watch in the apartment across the street through the window who's just like a nudist, and they see he's naked all the time. And it's just so funny that they live in New York. Tyler lived in New York at the time. Is this like a common thing in New York that people are just hanging out nude and they don't care who sees them? Yeah, it's crazy. 
turned out to be one of my favorite songs off the album. Like, definitely was one that, that grew on me over time. But yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and we talked about in the past Tim using you know, more vocal effects, and this he really dives in on really distorting the vocals on this. And yeah, I really love some of the lines in here. Like Tyler says, eating TV dinners and stuff like that, which it's really showing this guy is living lonely in a way, which really plays into the next song, Lonely City. I really like when he talks about drive across your mind through your window in the sky. Like just, I don't know, just be able to say that. Like I can't imagine living that way, you know, like you're in this high rise glass building in New York City where everybody else lives that same way too and yeah you just you know people watch or that's just like you you look out the window and that's what you see you know you're not even trying to so yeah it is interesting especially how it does play into the next song because it's like you can be in this big bustling city but still be all by yourself so with that let's dive in let's take a listen and just to remind you guys we do have the stems for both of these tracks, so as we go through and listen to them, we're going to listen to them together uh, with the full transition and everything like that. We're going to highlight certain parts, certain instruments, and uh, give you guys kind of a new take or experience on the song, so be on the listen for that. So that's the Spire main theme. A lot of reverb on that. There's also the zebra pluck that starts out with the song, and it's pretty much through the whole song. I think this is my favorite instrument in the song, personally. And we got the drums. These drums sound a lot drier than I thought they would. In the full mix, the full mix is so big, but these drums sound pretty dry. Yep. Bound synth. I like the tone of that. Me too. some of these instruments that fade out with it. So those are the marimba, which you talked about being in Crockett's Revenge. So the marimba here goes all the way to the end and then the outro arps also. So the outro arpeggiator also goes to the end and bleed into the next song. 
get into Lonely City. Who do you think that is, Tim or Tyler? Hmm. So hard to tell. chopped up. I love vocal chopping like that. Me too. Tim's getting more comfortable with like vocal manipulation. Even throughout the progression of this this album, like you think to the opening line of the song Endless Summer, you know, and you hear this computer voice but there's no real manipulation and by this point we're almost to the end of the album and that's chopped up and pitch bent all over the place. Like it's really cool to think about that and you know to see him go on and continue to use that in, in future records and it really has become like you know something that a big part of his production skills
Wow. So you, I never realized how many times they say Lonely City in that song until I just listened to it. Usually I have it like on in the background, I'm not really paying attention, but man, it's a lot. Same. I actually didn't realize that Lonely City was as long as it was, just because, yeah, I think it's also sort of in the background for me too. Like, it's weird. I'll, I, I always, like, Nighthawks is one of my go-to songs usually like i'll pick that one you know to listen to and then i always just let it bleed over into lonely city and i love lonely city as well but i think that like it'll catch me kind of in waves or whatever it's it's like almost like i move with the song because that song is very you know kind of up and down like in the middle of the song it all kind of fades out and they build it all back up the marimba and all that that was all there on crockett's revenge too it's almost like all three of them go together i i get that vibe it's like it starts really chill and then ends really aggressively with lonely city but you hear that marimba same tones and synthesizers and all that stuff on crockett's revenge so if you haven't watched our episode on that be sure to watch that as well for sure yeah man i i don't know overall like we're so close to the the end of the album and this combo of songs is just awesome i mean you get nighthawks which is different for them you know i mean you hear tyler use a vocoder almost in like a kind of a goofy way like intentionally goofy way you know and uh it's just a really literal song like i said before and then it goes into this instrumental just jam like tim just clowns the drums or some really driving chords on the synthesizers and the whole interlude that we get between the two songs like all those arpeggiators and everything like that it's really neat to 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 hear it the way it's it's laid out and like i said before like that three song trio from crockett's revenge all the way through lonely city it's kind of like it starts as this cop goes all the way through and now it's like we're at the seedy underbelly of of the city and then we have memories where you just hindsight is 2020 not gonna say too much um one thing i didn't mention about nighthawks is we had somebody ask us on twitter you know what's the inspiration behind nighthawks does it have anything to do with the edward hopper painting and that really had me curious. I mean, it is the same name. How did all that come about? So we reached out to Tyler. Tyler said, Tim just liked the name, but I was reading Olivia Lang's book, Lonely City at the time, and I liked the tie-in with Hopper. So yes and no at the same time. So it is partially inspired by it because he was into that book at the time, which was inspired by Hopper. Um, so it's an interesting tie-in. And I wonder, you know, Tim came up with the name originally, it sounds like and what his inspiration was for that. If you look at Edward Hopper's paintings, a lot of them are like city-esque and it's usually with like a lonely person in it. And the Nighthawks one, the guy serving the drinks is looking past the people. Like nobody's actually like interacting with each other. They all seem alone in this, even though they're all together there. Um, and I thought that was interesting. So that was an epic, long song. If you took it in that format of playing it all, it's almost, you know, 10 minutes. And it's an awesome experience. Yes, I very much think, you know, based on the, the clips that we played and everything, like, it was intended to, to be together. Originally, it was one song, and then it was split up into two. And I know that, you know, some of the other Midnight fans that we've talked to, like, 
you know, that transition is, we stand that transition. And you. Yeah, I dare anybody to try and nail when it actually transitions without looking, since it's near impossible. Another news, guys, feels really good to be back. If you didn't know, we took a hiatus. Congrats to Ryan. He had a baby girl. She's awesome. Now we gotta gotta close this album out, man. We got one more left. Well, we got memories for the official album, and then we have two more bonus tracks, which we're gonna cover because they were the same time period. Um, yeah, so that'll close it out. Then we do have one kind of special song after that. Sometimes she smiles because that's around this era. And yeah, then we'll move on to Nocturnal. But yeah, I'm excited to get into Memories. That's actually one of my favorite songs by them. I love the visuals that it paints, and I'm stoked to get into that. Yeah, me too. I'm really stoked to also get into Comet and Bend. It's going to be awesome to, to break those down. I feel like we really have a, a connection with Comet. And uh, yeah, it's going to be cool. So feels awesome to be back, guys. Thank you so much for, for supporting us and, and, and for watching and everything like that. And we will catch you in the next one. Peace. Later, guys. <laughs>